I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the White Witch Podcast with me, Carly. Hope you are all well, witches, and welcome to the Mabon special. So Mabon takes place usually between 21st to 24th September in the Northern Hemisphere. It takes place in the Southern Hemisphere between 21st to 24th of March. This year it falls on September 22nd in the Northern Hemisphere and of course in the Southern Hemisphere you will be celebrating Ostara. The term Mabon is of Celtic origin and is the name of a Welsh Celtic mythological figure. It's believed to translate into the great sun, the masculine side of the harvest, which would make sense that Mabon's mother is Modron, also known as the great mother. Mabon is a Celtic god of light, death and resurrection and the harvest. And Mabon is sometimes seen as a child who is born at Yule, who grows throughout the year. And by Mabon is an elder preparing to return home to the fairy realm to once again be reborn at Yule. Some of my research states that Mabon is the name this Sabbath was more or less given in the 70s and it does have other names such as Harvest Home and of course the Autumn Equinox. Mabon was said to be historically a time when many families would have to figure out whether they had enough food to make it through the winter. So by November, there wouldn't be much left to harvest, if anything. So families historically would have had to ration their stores accordingly around this time. Mabon is the second time in the year when night and day are in perfect balance. So equal light and dark and the second harvest of the three. So Lamas, Mabon and Samhain. It's believed to be a time of magic and spiritual transformation and many of us can feel the presence of the shift within both nature and ourselves. We are a reflection of the nature that surrounds us and this process also takes place within us. This is a time of crops being harvested and food prepared for storage. Darkness begins to creep in more every day. And overall, this is a Sabbath for celebrating the harvest, abundance, thanks and appreciation for home, family and friends. Mabon has been viewed as a time to give thanks for the fruits of the earth and to recognise the need to share them in order to secure the blessings of the God and Goddess for the winter months coming. So Mabon is one of the lesser Sabbaths From the moment of the autumn equinox, the sun's strength will diminish until the winter solstice in December, when the sun will then go on to become stronger again. 
Mabon is good for using the equal balance of this time to be thankful for what has made your spirit grow and release anything that has damaged your spirit and taking it into the darkness. As a time of magical transformation, it's good to use this as a time of deep contemplation and a process of letting go and being thankful in order to rebalance your spirit. So use it as a time to let go of anything that you may be clinging to, wrap up any projects that you have on the go. It's a good time to harvest any of your last herbs and lay everything in your garden to rest for the autumn and the winter. Mabon is seen as a liminal Sabbath as it's a time when the light will start to be taken over by the night and the veil is already beginning to thin so we can become more attuned to the other world or other side and of course be more aware of the crone or dark goddess energies. It's a time of strong and clear psychic visions and dreams and said to be when you have better clarity on issues and contemplation comes easily. It is said to be a time of powerful, mature insight and dynamic action rooted in your past efforts. So combining psychic visions with grounded effort can lead to interesting parts, paths in your life. Mabon is said to be a time of unlimited possibilities. Mabon is seen as a time when we have celebrated the light and reaped its rewards and it's now time to seek the wisdom to let it guide us all through the dark of the year as we begin our search within ourselves. So it's important to celebrate the last of the sun but welcome the stillness that brings change and strength. This is a time when the goddess descends to the underworld and with her departure the decline of nature starts and we feel winter coming. This is also the time of the vine, the god who was lord of the greenwood in the summer and the corn king at Lamas, who now dances his last dance upon the earth before making his descent to the underworld. He then takes up his role there as lord of the shadows. It all gets very confusing, bear with me. So the power of the lord of the light, the sun king is waning and the lord of darkness grows in power. The power of the sun is encapsulated in the grape and fruits of the earth that we harvest. So it's said that the wine and harvested foods will remind us of the sun king's power throughout the year. The leaves that fall from the trees and rot into the ground are said to be a reflection of the horned god's journey from the greenwood to the underworld, deep into the womb of the mother, where he will reside until he begins to emerge with the green shoots in spring. Mabon or the autumn equinox marks the completion of the harvest and in a sense it's a form of the witch's thanksgiving. I'm sure I'm not the only one who gets confused with the themes of the god and goddess around the Sabbaths. To make it more simple another theory is that the goddess lays down to rest for the winter and the harvest lord or the green man is sacrificed and falls into the earth. His seeds lie there until the next spring Hope that is a bit more straightforward. So some ways that you could celebrate Mabom. So you could have a meal with family or friends to celebrate this witch's Thanksgiving. It's lovely if you can source the food locally because it gives you the chance to appreciate the harvest within your hometown. So you might want to focus on gratitude. So you could make a list of everything that you are grateful for. 
One idea that I'm going to have a go at is making a witch's gratitude tree. So these are like a mini version of witch trees. And I know I'm always banging on about it. But when I used to stay at my grandparents in Bobmin in Cornwall, there was a witch tree where people used to tie their wishes onto with ribbons and so on. I don't know if they are still there now, as when I last went a few years ago, my grandma couldn't find the one that she tried to take us back to. But anyway, you could take some large branches, you could put them in a vase or even plant them in a pot, you know, somehow create your own mini tree. And you might want to tie pretty little gratitude notes via ribbons, or you might want to add some notes of what you would like to ask for. So in homage to the witch trees, you could use lots of pretty ribbons, different colored paper, maybe add fairy lights to it. It's got the whole autumn aesthetic going on. Could be great to have by your altar. But like I say, that's one task that I would like to have a go at this autumn. It gets me out into the woods to find branches that have fallen down that I can use and also craft shops for ribbons and so on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You might want to harvest the rest of your last herbs. And again, you could use branches tied with heavy-duty yarn at the end and Dry your herbs on them, use them in your kitchen or spell work during the autumn winter months till you get some new herbs growing again. I love the look of these in witchy kitchens. You could also dry flowers on them for use in either teas or spell work. And again, because it looks so aesthetically pleasing. So you may want to donate foods or goods. Obviously, this is a time of the good old harvest festival. So you might want to donate to a food bank. But think back to the good old harvest festival at school where everyone brought in about 3000 tins of baked beans. Obviously, you know, variation is good. But you may want to donate to perhaps an animal sanctuary. Mabon is a good time to see the harvest of our labour. So if you have been working on planting seeds in your life this year and cultivating them, it's a good time to step back and look at the results. One thing I absolutely love to do that really reminds me of how far I have come is to look over my old journals. Cringe. You might want to look back at your grimoire or your book of shadows and have a look at what you've learned in the space of this year. Or you might have even logged old tarot or divination readings you've carried out to see what has happened since and how far you have come. 
And this also gets me thinking about what I want to cultivate by this time next year. September is always my favorite time of year onwards. This time last year, I was just starting getting ready to record this podcast. So it blows my mind what's happened since this time last, my bum. Autumn is a good time to consider your long-term plans and what you want to achieve in the next four quarters of the year. So the time between Mabon and Salwin is perfect for this. A full year review and look ahead can't happen in a night or two. So perhaps give yourself some contemplation and planning time to make goals for the next year whilst developing a plan that you can work to. You might want to use this time to focus on honouring your gods or goddesses that you work with in order to thank them for your abundance and to work towards further prosperity, protection and health. Deities that tend to be associated with autumn and the harvest are Persephone, Modron, Inanna, Mabon, of course, the horned god, Dionysus, Keris, Pomona, Diana, Artemis, terrible pronunciations as ever. These are just a few. The dark goddess is also honoured at this time of year and through until Samhain. Animals symbolic of this Sabbath are wolves, owls, the stag, goats, the butterfly, and also gnomes, who knew? So you may want to add something to your altar to represent any of those. Some witches use Mabon as a time to prepare for winter. So cleaning out their home, preparing their altar, just switching up the energy really. And of course, this helps you let go of anything that you need physically. So this is a theme of the Sabbath. The focus here is to get rid of any negative situations or energies or things that you may be carrying with you that are no longer needed. It is also a good time to smoke cleanse your home again to clear the energy. You might wish to add or use some essential oils, some magic washes and so on to add extra prosperity or protection to your home. But I will have a house witch episode shortly talking all about this. It's a good time to focus on magic and spell work relating to prosperity, abundance and protection. And it is said to be a good time to use natural elements as ever within your spell work, such as leaves, nuts, acorns, pumpkin seeds. Apples, of course, are great to use as the apple has such strong connection to autumn. And I have some apple magic spells to give you at the end of the episode today that you might want to have a go at. It is, of course, a great time to take a walk into the woods Again, you might want to craft a witch tree or a dryer for your herbs and flowers. So you could look out for fallen branches that you can use. You might find fallen branches that you may want to use to make your own wand. Another nice little spell is to write a wish on fallen leaves on a windy day and release them out to the winds to carry your wish to come true. You might just want to spend the time in the woods talking to your deities or casting spells into the autumn winds. Make sure you thank the elementals and the woods or forest if you do take anything with you. I like to see if there's anything that I can do whilst I'm there to help, such as 
pick up rubbish, little jobs like that that are going to help out just to say thank you for anything that I've taken. You might want to take some leaves or acorns or so on and add them to your altar. If you do manage to collect some acorns, you might want to use a dried acorn as an amulet. It is said that if you wear it around your neck, it will bring you a youthful glow, good luck and protection. If you gather acorns on a full moon, it is said that it will attract fairies and welcome enchantment throughout the following month. Acorns placed near a window are said to promote wisdom and prosperity. And if you carry them in a pocket, they are said to help banish loneliness and illness. So I went to, talking about nature, I went to Canterbury Cathedral recently as my papa really wanted to see it. So I made it through the door without bursting into flames. I'm only joking. And I was stunned by how beautiful it was. I was in absolute awe. But there was a little thought in the back of my mind that kept saying, I would still rather be in a woods or by the sea to worship in my own practice because obviously nature is my form of church. But that is also because I'm a weird little introvert who likes doing things on their own. So there is that. But I will say my best time ever going to church was when there was a gospel choir and I thought my heart was going to explode because it was so beautiful. But anyway, I digress. That's just my thoughts on being out in nature and, you know, working with your deities. Anyway, you might want to have a go at a Mabon tarot spread where you reflect on what this year has brought and what you have to look forward to. I found a great simple tarot spread pulling five cards that you might want to have a go at. And you can ask yourself the following questions or you might want to put a variation on it. So the first card, what am I harvesting? The second card, what is coming to an end soon? The third card, what do I have in abundance currently? The fourth card, what is to be planted now for next year? And the fifth card, what should I be more grateful for? So I'll just run through with you some different ideas, things that you might want to bring to your altar, crystals that you might want to use, foods to eat for Mabon. So taking this from good old trusty Harmony Nice's book, Wicker, for altar ideas, so light green, brown, orange and red candles, apple, cinnamon and spiced candles are also good. The green candles represent the green earth that has passed us and the autumnal coloured candles represent the earth and the changes all around during this season. So place fruits such as apples, pears, berries and autumn vegetables as offerings to your relevant deities. Collect some windfalls from the ground and once you're finished with the offerings, you could place them on a bonfire, you could use the ashes for future magical workings or you can lay the fruit and seeds down in the wild for animals to eat and for seeds to grow. Brown, red, orange and black ribbons and cloths are great to drape and tie at your altar. Wearing these colours to honour the Sabbath is relevant too. You could decorate your altar with acorns, pine, autumn leaves and corn. So good food and drink to eat from a bon. Obviously, homemade grain breads made from rye, wheat, oats and corn. 
potatoes, mashed, roasted, and so on, homegrown or local vegetables, butternut squash, sweet potatoes, corn, carrots, onions, and courgette, nuts and nut roast, apples, apple juice, spiced apple cake, and apple cider, fruit turnover cake, dried fruit cakes, and fruit bread. If you're a meat eater, obviously fresh meats or meat substitutes, grapes and wine, pomegranates. So relevant crystals to carry around with you this time of year to meditate with using divination and spell work or to place at your altar are amber, yellow agate, sapphire, quartz, citrine, And herbs that you may wish to use, obviously you can dry these herbs at your altar around this time for future use. They're amazing to use for cooking and making teas, depending on what they are and if they're edible, as well as using for magical workings. So you've got sage, marigold, milkweed, rosemary, apple seeds and dried apple and chamomile. And incense, so any autumnal winter blends are good to use during casting circles, burning at your altar around the bond time, and for cleansing and consecrating as well as magical workings. So some specific ideas are apple, cinnamon, sage, pine, and fern. So I have a apple magic banishing spell for Mabon taken from the website Witch of Lupine Hollow that you may wish to have a go at. So you want to start this by creating a mental or written list of at least three things you'd like to banish from your life. List as many as you can or want. Just go all in with that which you wish to get rid of. When you're done, make a decision on the most important things for you to remove from your life. Generally, this spell needs to be carried out separately for each thing you wish to banish, but you can perform this spell for two or more different things that you wish to get rid of simultaneously. For this spell, you will need a good-sized apple, some string or cotton or twine that you can tie around the circumference of your apple, a small piece of paper for each thing you wish to banish, a pen or a pencil, a knife either ceremonial or from your kitchen and a cutting board. So cast your circle, call your deities, call in the quarters, do whatever you do to start off your spell work. The author of this spell suggested listening to an autumnal playlist, so something with like a crackling fire or wind rustling through the trees and I really love that idea. When you're ready, focus on what it is that you wish to banish Allow your emotions and thoughts about this area of your life to come to the surface and manifest themselves as fully as possible. If you need to cry or let out any emotion relating to this fault, do. You might even need to have a full-on primal scream into a pillow or even say out loud how you feel about that person or thing or put into words why you want it gone. Whatever you feel is necessary for this emotion, Engage in and experience in the process as long as you need. Do not be afraid to banish the stress and emotions of your key problem or problems as part of this releasing spell work. When you feel you have thought or said everything you need to in relation to what you are addressing and banishing, then take your pen out or pencil and jot down exactly what you are removing from your life. Take your knife in both hands held out in front of your chest 
away from you with the blade pointing down towards the ground. You may wish to say the following words or create your own that feel right for you. As the light wanes and the air chills, I hereby declare that I am banishing, insert here what you are getting rid of, from my life. It no longer serves me. I'm done with it weighing upon my soul and I will start this season with this leaving my life. I am lighter, freer and more complete without it. So use the knife to cut your apple in half. Place the pieces of the paper that you wrote on inside of the halves of your apple and sandwich the two halves together. Tie the apple up with your string or twine. You can cut the inside of your apple down a bit if you need to do this. So then go on to close your circle, thank your deities or ancestors, just do anything you do within your practice to close down. You then want to bury this apple outside in a safe place. As you place it into the ground, consider in your mind again what it is that you are banishing and burying with this apple. You are laying to rest that problem in your life. You might wish to stay outside and savour the loveliness of the changing seasons afterwards. Let the light lingering warmth and loveliness of autumn's beginning fill your heart and soul with positivity. You may still need to take further steps to banish the issues that you've asked to remove from your life. However, this spell should help you to be more prepared and left you in a clearer headspace to do so. You've made your intentions clear to rid these issues from your life and will continue to do what it is necessary to help make that happen. So Mabon is a time to utilise its strength, energy and beauty to help you set fresh intentions, decide on your goals, work with the thinning veil and be grateful and celebrate our abundance. So before I go, I'll just give you an outline, some credits for the research for this episode. They came from Abby Willow Root, Witchy Tips on Instagram, Moon Goddess Magic Apothecary on Facebook, Penniless Pagan, Tarot Pugs, OtherworldlyOracle.com, TheWholesomeWitch.com, The White Witch Parlor, Flying the Hedge and Witch of Lupine Hollow. Have a great Mabon Witches, whatever you do. Lots of witchy love and catch up soon for the House Witch episode. (laughs) 